Hello, my lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the Unpastoroids and Unfiltered Ned Natter Radio Show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here with you again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old Natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from all. Yep. A good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> remember though, you can always listen to me shows again. Yep, they're all safe here as podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, perfectly don't know everything. I mean, too, come on. It's time for the Nednat Show, and you can't miss this. Here on Two Medicine Farm. Life goes on and Elsie's birthday cake is now history. Yep, over 100 layers of Empire State Building cake vanished in around 24 hours. Although the guests left with a small sample, the wife managed to demolish most of it in person. <laughs> oh dear, you know, she'd uh, got started on the thing. It looked like it had been professionally imploded, not just simply demolished by a wrecking ball. <laughs> Did I tell you about the uh, clock in the living room? Yeah, it's only right twice a day. So I was beginning to wonder if that's why Elsie always thinks it's dinner time, yeah. But she's she's got a real idea of time anyway, you know, never gets too far, goes too far anyway, you know. She'll be the first person in line to buy a new combo microwave, fridge, TV and toilet the moment they arrive on the market, that is. <laughs> the little ankle biting rat dog, young neck, you know, one of my namesakes, is now so obese, he just sits at her feet eating scraps of food that fall from Elsie's plate. <laughs> a once tiny pet pig, and me namesake again, Ned Jr., is on a strict diet. Yep, his body's got too heavy for his little legs. So I moved him in with old Bill, me lucky pig, who lives in a specially built luxury outdoor pen and run. All I can say is I hope Ned Jr. is well insulated considering Bill's three lightning strikes to date. Oh dear, Junior seems to know something though, as he's keeping his distance for now. <laughs> Not a bad idea when we've been getting thunderstorms every other day for about a month now. <laughs> Although the TV, microwave, fridge, toilet combo idea is not available yet, Elsie spoke to Billy Ray, one of Ding Dang's dubious relatives, at her birthday bash. He told her all about this thing he's selling called Alex. The wife reckons she'd heard all about it on Amazon, you know, yet the wife's not too sharp, is she? You know, Billy Ray's a con man. And Elsie didn't notice the missing letter. <laughs> she went and paid her money and took her a chance and bought the Alex. Billy Ray dropped it off in a small box, yep. On the outside, it just said, Alex, in big letters, proudly assembled in Louisiana from imported components. <laughs> Once she got it out and powered it up, yep, batteries not included, she discovered it has a kind of southern accent. Well, to be honest, it's a drool. You know, sounds a bit like me uh, in contemplative commentating neighbour old Rush with a uh, sore throat and a blocked up nose. Yep. <laughs> Add to that, it's limited in its abilities too, you know, it orders the kind of food old Lonnie eats, you know, and the products are just as bad. I mean, you're more likely to be able to order mud tyres, duct tape, deer corn and bulk grits on a cell phone or laptop. Now, the unique part of this half-baked device, it's not wirelessly, wirelessly connected, you know, like... Uh, to anything useful, you know, like the lights, the heat, the AC, that kind of thing, like some of these things are. 
but it does have a unique attachment i can tell you it comes with these little watch like bracelets yep they're especially designed for living folks you know like grandma and grandpa yeah they've been switching the lights on and off for years haven't they anyway well long before the computer and wireless age that was so this little bracelet you know it sends a small electric shock into their wrist to get them out of their chair and up to do the job in hand <laughs> if you're lucky they have to walk past the fridge and they can get you a beer on the way back of course Elsie immediately gave old Nan a bracelet and told her it was a special gift. <laughs> but you know, Nan's far too cynical for that, you know. She took it, immediately discovered what it was, and then quietly put the bracelet around Elsie's rat dog's neck. Mm. So far, every time she wants the lights on and off, or the AC turned down, the dog whimpers. <laughs> so Elsie's now complaining about the thing not working properly. Unfortunately, the old customer service number, you know, it gets rerouted from Louisiana to a call center, which doubles up as a goat herding operation in Mozambique. <laughs> yep, it's all very confusing. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored as podcasts, so if you want repeats handle listening to me voice all over again stop by and say hi it'd be nice to hear from you me ancient mother old nan and our surprise visitor and semi-permanent guest Toshiko Suzuki yep she's also me brother Nelson's wife Heiner's 102 year old grandmother yep she's now a great drinking knitting and gambling companion for the old hag nan <laughs> The tight-fisted lawyer brother Nelson and his sex therapist wife Heiner are still on vacation in Hawaii. And because of me mean brother, I ended up with two miserable old crows rather than the usual one in my living room. Although Grandma Toshiko's still here, I feel sorry for the poor old dear. On the other hand, Nan and Toshiko are already known locally as the Card Sharp Sisters. Yeah, <laughs> It's uh, the old crow collusion thing. You remember I told you about it? Either way... They're always coming away richer with old Nan still rattling on about the annoying winning streak of hers. <laughs> However, old Toshiko is not at all impressed with being anywhere near Elsie. You know, she said she needs to put a screen around her, particularly when she eats. <laughs> she calls Elsie either Buta, which is Japanese for pig, or Chukin Bako, which means piggy. <laughs> It doesn't stop Elsie though, and although a screen might hide her away nicely, I'd be happier if she was in a separate building altogether, really. You know, you don't have to look at her, or put up with the weird and wonderful cooking smells either. <laughs> Whilst on the subject of old Nan, I wanted to mention that despite her failing eyesight, she still enjoys a good game of darts. Yep, a relic from her youth in England where she was the darts champion at a local pub for 30 years in a row. Yep. Now, of course, I just have to point her in the right direction of the board, and she's ready. Even managed to hit the target most of the time. <laughs> of course, with Grandma Toshiko on the scene, they seem keen to show each other their different customs. I mean, take this, you know, I'm an old man, never knew the difference, you know, between soy sauce and sake before. But now she knows that the more soy sauce you drink, the drunker you get. 
Yep, and there's a reason for that too. Well, the salty sauce makes you so thirsty, and drinking the sake quenches the thirst. Yep, that's what I call a vicious circle. <laughs> oh so getting back to the cultural exchange thing, Nan decides to teach Toshiko the art of sport, or you could call it sport, I suppose, of playing darts, yep. And surprisingly, she got a bullseye first time. But to be honest, it wasn't about beginner's luck or skill. Oh no, it was all about timing. See, the wife Elsie dropped some food on the floor and bent over to pick it up in front of the dartboard, just as Toshiko was making her first throw. Hiya! Yes! <gasps> yep, timing and opportunity, nothing quite like it is there. Of course, Elsie moved a lot faster than usual and wasn't too impressed either. <laughs> but Nan still laughed away and scolded her for getting in the way. In my opinion, Toshiko didn't miss the board at all. She was aiming for a much larger target. <laughs> when the old birds aren't doing their 15 minutes of daily exercise, they're sitting opposite each other pretty much devoted to sharpening up their card sharp tactics. I've taken a look at them and their dubious methods and to be honest, I can't decide if they're excellent poker players, skilled at sleight of hand, or simply a pair of miserable old spellbound witches. <laughs> After all, Nan stems from a family of Ocus Pocus experts, you know. Back in the old country, an 18th birthday usually means a silver key and a big party. But with Nan's lot, the Death or the Arth family as they like to be known, no party, no key. It's a beginner's cauldron and a spell book. That's why the frogs, toads, lizards and things like that round here always dodge the old bird. <laughs> this is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter radio show. When I'm not here you can find me and my shows at nednutter.com. The event that kind of dominated everything else this last week was me fireman Ding Dang's marriage. Yep, to his current girlfriend and third cousin, Darlene Freebird Smith. <laughs> See, she's pregnant with her sixth child, and this one is definitely Ding Dang's responsibility. We were all invited. Oh dear, I, I could have said that a bit more carefully, couldn't I? Invited to the wedding, I mean. <laughs> yep, but it was hardly the go-to event of the year, I can tell you. The Ding Dang clan is always best avoided. And there we were, mingling with them. Yeah, ding-dang is always short of cash. So I let them do the ceremony in their party in me barn. <laughs> the event was officiated by this guy from the local courthouse. Yep, the ding-dang family has been at odds with their preacher since they sold his church for winter firewood when he was on vacation in Texas. <laughs> Fortunately, there's not much worth stealing in me barn. So it wasn't such a bad idea after all. You know, the clan members are easily recognisable too. They all have round heads and long beards. Added to that, their clothes are pretty much bought from the same store. Yep, the tractor supply. <laughs> the Smith family, a branch of the same restricted clan, are pretty easy to spot too. They mostly wear flip-flops or nothing on their feet. Yep, they're the dirty feet group. <laughs> well, put it this way. It was far from what you call a formal event, you know, the dangs in overalls and the smiths shirtless and in shorts, the men anyway. <laughs> the women were only recognisable because they had the top half covered 
except for their heavily tattooed arms. They mostly had either purple, green or orange hair too. <laughs> a couple of the family members showed up with banjos and that covered the musical entertainment side of things. Anyway, by midnight they were mostly drunk and dusty. Mm. I'd already made me excuses hour after kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, we've still got me Farman's quote of the week. Yeah, oh dear. So here's Ding Dang's Southern quote. And it related directly to his wedding guests and the lack of gifts. Yep. My family's tighter than a bull's ass at fly time. How's that for a quote? <laughs> this is Ned Nat here. With Ned Nat a radio show. When I'm there, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. As you'll probably recall, Quinton and me camp, a tenant and writer, stopped painting nudes and started writing poetry. He's now got a huge collection of poems called Cabbage Life. He's given me another to read on the show this time. It's called The Green Wedding. And despite their differences and punch-ups and the like, he wrote it especially for Ding Dang's wedding day. Yep. <laughs> So here it goes, it's called The Green Wedding. Ding Dang's teeth remind me of greens. His new wife's feet are brown. Together they are perfect camouflage. Two colours married in backwards harmony. Muddy truck and trailer heaven. Mr and Mrs Ding Dang. Ding Ding, da Ding, Dang, Da Dang. <laughs> Quinton hit the nail on the head with that one so I read it at the cer- ceremony for him but unfortunately it went right over their round heads <laughs> mm, oh dear still Quinton and his partner weren't invited anyway according to Ding Dang there's no such thing as a gay southerner <laughs> that's only a Yankee thing he says oh dear that's Ding Dang for you mind you he doesn't exactly travel more than a couple of miles in any direction and is in denial about most things. <laughs> on the other hand, my campers are quite peaceful this week, working together on the strawberry plantation. For me, pick your own part of the farm that's coming up soon. This is the Ned Natter Radio Show. Find me every Wednesday. You can find all my shows at nednatter.com where they're all stored as podcasts. So if you want repeats, or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Moving from poets to rappers, yep. We're very cultural here on the Ned Nat Show this week. <laughs> I've got a surprise visit from me restaurant, convenience store owner and rapper, Pashana Kondapinde. Mm. On the farm this week, he showed up and he stopped by to record. No. It's all right, you're in luck. Not another rap this time, no. He wanted to sample some animal noises for his next recording. Oh dear. I suppose other than me hens, pet pigs, dog and cat, ding dang drunk, and the wife Elsie snoring, could pass two in the hideous sound effects department. (laughs) Well, next up I'm returning to the wife's favourite subject, food of course. Yup, Elsie's private recipes and ideas for cooking. Her burnt offerings from the swamp, oh dear. I cook my own food and leave her to a cosy relationship with that microwave. Only this time, and at her birthday party, Elsie got to meet old Lonnie. 
And the two have something in common. Yep, they love to eat, don't they? Yep, well, Lonnie's convinced the wife that she's really missing out on a few local delicacies. And he's always got an endless supply of raw materials for his cooking plans. Of course, I reckon Elsie just thought Lonnie was out stealing me hens. But she was in for a big surprise. So this time around, with the help of the Roadkill Recipes Cookbook... That's right, the one I reviewed in my last show. They've decided to cooperate. Oh dear. Here's the next of her so-called recipes here. Elsie's cooking cock-ups. So, warm up your microwave and stand well clear in the cooking process. Yep, usually I stay in the barn behind a concrete wall. The recommended distance is at least 50 feet away. Further the better. This time, it's called Elsie's Cheesy Armadillo Surprise. Yeah. Yep, it's got to be the worst to date. Oh dear, with Lonnie supplying the main ingredients, look out. <laughs> so let's see, Elsie's hasn't written it down this time, just bookmarked the page and handwritten her list of additions in pencil underneath. Mm. So here goes, but I just suggest you hold your dinner, hold your nose and your breath this one. Take one large armadillo and prepare it for the microwave. Elsie started out with a big plastic dog bowl and cracked six eggs around the primitive beast. Yep, the armadillo that is. And although the recipe suggests coating it with sweet and sour sauce, Elsie talked Lonnie out of that and suggested cheese instead. And of course, a usual array of evil looking condiments. Ketchup, salt, pepper, barbecue sauce, soy sauce, apple sauce and vinegar. <laughs> Fortunately for the armadillo, it was already dead. <laughs> yep, after getting involved in a head-on collision with an SUV. On the other hand, I didn't think cooking it with that, you know, shell-like structure on was a good idea. See, there's no way the steam can escape. But what do I know? I'm just an innocent bystander when it comes to Elsie and microwave. Yep, it did explode and the inside of the oven was well coated. <laughs> Lonnie and Elsie then just sat down at the microwave door and treated it like a buffet. They couldn't be bothered with a shovel, vacuum cleaner, plates or even cutlery. Oh dear. <laughs> By the way, as I've mentioned before, the Ned Nat show will not be held responsible for the results. No, Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. It not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an even stronger oven. And if possible, you know, a standalone concrete bomb-proof building. <laughs> However, on a side note, and after some research, I discovered the poor old armadillo still carries the leprosy gene. And I wonder if leprosy is going to be important to Elsie. Yep, seeing as it's a great way to lose weight fast. See, before you know it, the weight just drops off, doesn't it? That's right, literally pieces of you fall off. <laughs> what worries me is my farm dog, young Clay, is always sniffing around for food scraps. And I'm concerned about him getting the leprosy. Yeah, no, not from the old armadillo. I was thinking more about the bits that drop off the wife. <laughs> This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want repeats, 
and want to listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. After mentioning old Lonnie, I should mention some drama with his housemate and nudist old Fred this week. He said he needed help to write his new swinger profile on a hookup website. <laughs> and asked the worst and possibly most sarcastic person he knows to help him. Yep, me, Ned Narrow. do <laughs> Well, I had a look round and it's just a hideous place, this, uh, you know, this hookup website. Mm. You know, it's like, I, the only way I can describe it, it's like a septic tank converted into apartments. <laughs> To be blunt, it's all about, you know, 8 inches and 18 wheelers. With the male profiles, I'm sure you don't need my help with the 8 inch part. <laughs> but I'll explain the 18 wheeler part for you that relates to the female profiles. Why? Because the only thing that's going to sweep them off their feet is exactly that. Yup, an 18 wheeler. Travelling at, say, 50 mile an hour. <laughs> When Nan had overheard me conversation with old Fred, she started complaining. She said we've had much more than eight inches this month. <laughs> yep, she was talking about the rain, of course. Oh dear. With her, you can never be sure, though. Nevertheless, I helped old Fred with his profile all the same. Yep, it's funny, sarcastic, and above all, brutally honest. Mm. So to date, he's had no replies. Oh dear. <laughs> On the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, let's just pick a subject, and she complains. Me 95-year-old mother, old Nan, yep, the miserable old crow, has got a little feature on me show. Old Nan remembers. Oh dear, this time, old Nan's memories about when she could still remember things after two bottles of whiskey. <laughs> she reckons she forgets most things now after only one bottle. Yep, her reasoning is pretty bizarre on this subject too. She reckons it's got nothing to do with her age. No, 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 no. It's only because the whiskey she drinks now is far weaker than the ad stuff she was used to. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here, the Ned Natter Radio Show, and when I'm not here you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Well then, that lovely twangy old music means it's time once again for me book reviews. Yep, I got my hands on a few. I'm featuring them right here. Just remember though, I've got a great system. If a book's shite, it goes on me compost heap. Sometimes I have to burn it. The middle of the road books go in me giveaway charity box. And the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. Okay then, me first book is called Darts for Beginners by Kevin Ketamine. <laughs> well, I thought it was topical with old Nan starting to throw again. So I had to flick through this one and instantly realised I need to keep it hidden from Nan and Toshiko. Yep, it's not about the sport, it's about tranquilizer darts. <laughs> yep, anaesthetic darts shot from a kind of air rifle, the kind zoos and gamekeepers use in emergencies. Oh dear, I just know the old crows will be considering Elsie as an easy target. <laughs> so this book is going into hiding. <laughs> My second book this time round is called The Dark Web by Gun and Run. Two authors, I guess. This is all new to me. I thought The Dark Web was about the Google dark theme. It's about the uh, mysteries of using another browser and getting to see and buy things 
and on the regular internet. Mm. I didn't decide to go a step further and take the book's advice and download the old Tor browser. Oh dear. But I did read up on all the great deals available. Yep, Gun and Run, the authors, are well up on everything dubious. And believe me, you can't go to Amazon to ship your error into your door, can you? In plain wrapping? Nope. <laughs> you can't order an assault rifle or even find someone to fire it for you at Walmart. So this is a place for mischief, yeah. I put the book down after reviewing it and it went missing an hour later. Mm. I searched high and low and finally found it on old Nan's nightstand. Of course she thinks it's an horror story. <laughs> I'll burn it next week. Well me lovelies, that's all my book review feature this time around. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat's a radio show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. I've had to dodge a few of my regular features this time, and it's due to some unexpected drama relating to me brother, Young Buck. As you know, he skipped Pennsylvania in a hurry and headed to England to manage the arrogant Nigel Ponce's estate. Well, now something's beginning to hit the fan, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I got a call from old Nigel Ponce. If you recall, I refused to work for the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. But my brother Buck decided to give up on Pennsylvania for good and return to England. Only Nigel Ponce seriously underestimated young Buck and made the mistake of letting him have some say in the purchases for the farm. <laughs> Seemed innocent enough at first, and Buck had already made eight purchases. Yep, at his bookmaker. Mm. <laughs> He's back to betting the horses, or GGs as he calls them, all over again. The worst part is Ponce is calling me to complain. I never gave Buck a reference or recommendation. Nobody would. But I guess Ponce has no one else to talk to, eh? Ponce's call was followed up by another one from someone who needs to remain anonymous on my show. But he uses the expression, forget about it, a lot. And he was calling from Philly. Buck seems to have been betting hard in Pennsylvania too. Only when he skipped to England, he forgot to settle his account. Yeah, I've got a feeling that Mr. Forget About It is not going to any time soon, is he? So to pacify him, I decided in true cliché terms to put the cat among the pigeons. Yep, I gave him Ponce's phone number. <laughs> but how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning a new feature on me show I've got for you? I'm calling it American for Foreigners. Well, you know, after all, Ponce is a prime example. He finds most regular American phrases and sayings foreign. <laughs> oh dear. Well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British farmer contributor. Yep, Nigel Ponce. First up, here's his voicemail message. You have messages. Tell me what an accident injury attorney is, 
Well, that's easy. Let me translate it for you. Ponce is saying that me brother, Buck, has an accident injury attorney in New York and a settlement due from an accident he had in a Pennsylvania borough. Oh, great to think. Buck's promised to pay Ponce back using the cash from it. Oh, dear. Well, Nigel, I'll quickly summarise it for you. An accident injury attorney is generally a person who arrives at the scene of an accident before the ambulance. However, offers no actual medical assistance. <laughs> Whilst you're slowly bleeding all over the dashboard and steering wheel, <laughs> this person will make incredible promises to console you. And in your time of need, and no matter how much pain you're in, they will make you sign here, here, and here. <laughs> This is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednutter.com. I headed over to me incontinent political commentating neighbour old Russia Stone and Jackson Farm. Yep, to listen to the latest far-fetched second-hand news from the right centre. And then having to get it all in installments as usual. Yep, he's always rushing off at a moment's notice. With a weak bladder, Rush doesn't like the sound of anything. Any kind of running water or liquid. Anyway, the poor old muckers still paying attention to those obsessive political agendas his folks have been working on getting in every possible vote for their GOP buddies. But now me neighbour has a new neighbour, yep, Democrat Jeremy Sprung, <laughs> and they're head-to-head -head in competition for new votes. Poor old Rush is taking it as a setback for his personal vote-gathering record. I also noticed Rush still had a row of bobbleheads on his Lincoln Town Car dashboard. Yeah, each of the last five GOP presidents, to be precise, yeah. So I said to Rush, joking, of course, you know, that they're all nodding their heads, like, yes, men. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a good idea, you know. The next day, he glued them stiff with superglue. Trouble is now, they can't say yes or no. That's right, a standard political lineup. <laughs> He then went on to apologise about his last Tennessee teaser. That's his own growing style of humour. Where he made a comment about an ass and a watch. This time, he reckons the person he's talking about can't do neither. <laughs> he then said he'd already mentioned a lost ball in tall weeds some time back. But after realising he has a dyed-in-the-wall Democrat across the way and an enemy in the form of Grandma Tashiko who's already insulted his manhood, Rush decided it was time for some double N, double S, double E. That's right. He planned a little trip to Tennessee for a few days to visit his wife and elderly mother. He left the old Lincoln at home and rented a U-Haul van for the trip. Yep, he strapped one of them portable camping potties in the back for emergencies. <laughs> so what with that and Rush's standard rhetoric, that rental van will definitely be carrying more shite than usual. <laughs> this is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can still find all my shows at nednutter.com where they're all stored as podcasts. So if you want repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. 
Me lovely vegan neighbour young Alice Jones yeah, is back from a UFO sighting trip in New Mexico. So vegan cake and coffee was back on the agenda this week. <laughs> you know, I miss speaking with someone sane for a while. Unfortunately, Alice didn't get to see any UFOs and she's quite disappointed. On the other hand, I assured her that seeing anything other than the wife's birthday and Rush's politically charged fireworks was a good thing. She could have stared into space for a month and had more fun than I did here trying to hold everything together. <laughs> she then mentioned that her garden is full of cardinals right now, yeah, and how the Choctaw tribe believed the bright and red birds were a sign of romance, yeah, bringing a maiden and a brave together for love in the future. Of course, it all sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Only right now, I'm not brave enough to ask her. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show, and on Ned here you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Nat Show. Right then, me first item comes from David in Dover, and he's called me about eco-anxiety. Yeah, this thing, yep, all these terrifying reports, you know, about climate change are sending some folks into despair. Oh dear. <laughs> well, I looked into it, Dave, and I noticed how bad it really is. Not the climate change, but the stress they're causing folks by continually spouting doom and gloom. Mind you, I say a few of them need to get off Twitter and taste the real world for a few days. <laughs> anyway, none of us can fix it on our own, can we? So I decided to look at me compost heap and think, well, I'm doing me bit. Yeah, it's that simple, isn't it? Do your bit. Walk to the mailbox instead of driving. Don't throw trash in the water. Cut your grass every three weeks rather than every other day. Switch off the lights that you don't need. It all helps, doesn't it? For me, it compensates for the wife's continually using the microwave. <laughs> My second item comes from Juliet from Jackson. Yeah, She's concerned about palm oil and reckons it's in everything and hurting the environment too. You know, I once thought that palm oil was just for lubrication until I noticed it in me margarine. <laughs> just about everything the wife eats too. So I looked it up, Juliet, and it's a pretty disturbing story all round. You know, I couldn't believe just how much of the rainforest they've scorched away to plant the old palm trees. Yeah, it's like a disaster zone. I'm going to try and dodge it from now on. You know, no, no, not the rainforest, the uh, palm oil. Stick with more of the old olive oil instead, yeah. On the other hand, putting the wife on any kind of diet has never worked. So as usual, I'll have to keep her out of that equation. <laughs> This is Ned Nutt here with the Ned Nutt Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednutt.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats and listen to me old voice again, stop by and say hi. It'd be nice to hear from you. Me dubious con man agent 50% has lined me up with a new ad this week. And I suppose we got something quite different this time. So here goes, me lovelies. Have you ever considered a special pet but don't want the hassles of taking care of it? 
Well, call Ultimate Pet today. Yep, we have the answer. It's easy to feed, cleans up after itself, and you. Now, what other pet does that? Our super-sized, genetically-engineered dung beetles. <laughs> the best sellers. No more messy cat and dog food. These cute little critters are easy to feed and make no mess. In fact, they take it away for you. You can easily keep more than one and never have to buy pet food again. Visit us today for our buy 10 get 5 free offer for one week only. Check us out now at nomorebspets.biz <laughs> You know that sounds just great. You know after having a quick look around my farm I wonder if they'll give me a special discount for well, hmm, let's see, 10,000 of them? <laughs> This is Ned Nutt here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show and whichever way you dice it, the show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies and on that note I better go. So until next time, remember farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us you wouldn't have anything to eat and without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednat.com. Yep, they're all safe you there as podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links, so come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again, and I hope you'll join me on the Ned Natter show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive, don't sweat any of that small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Good boy, my lovelies. <laughs>